0: Hey, 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 you guys. I'm really excited to have our next special guest here on Black Canvas. And if you guys have not heard of Adrian Truth, he is most definitely the truth. He is an amazing singer, but he has other talents that you guys are going to learn about toward the end of this actual interview. So Adrian Truth is the Kansas City R&B crooner. He started out innocently enough as a quiet kid singing in the church choir. With his mother and older brother coaxing his natural ability Adrian discovered his calling at only four years old. Now, Truth has surpassed the days of serenading the block and took to the masses flexing his songwriting chops on Tech Nines' We Just Wanna Party. And also, he has just has an amazing vocal ability singing lead alongside legendary R&B group Boyz to Men on Tech Nines' latest album, The Storm, titled Buddha a song selected by icon Mr. Elton John on his Rocket Hour playlist episode on Apple Music's Beat One Radio. Truth released a project entitled Bliss EP, released in 2017. Like most artists, Truth strives for a national stage, but this Kansas City independent Missouri native has his roots firmly implanted in the local scene. Truth's hometown pride shows through while he simultaneously tries to set himself apart from other artists. While Truth's style can take his music to another level, what differentiates him wholly is he's also a skilled illustrator and he also does exclusive graphic design. He's done cover art for E40 for his single Straight Out the Dirt, as well as many other artists. And he is talented beyond belief, and he's hungry for success and to have an identity in the entertainment business. And thank you so much, Adrian, for being on the show. We're just so glad to have you here.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I'm just glad that you're here, because when I was actually reading that, I'm like, man, you've done so many amazing things in this field. But it just shows you know, that you have such a talent. And I think every musician has other things that they can specialize in, but that, but I saw the illustrations, and I've seen some of his work. You guys, it's amazing. So, so glad to have you here.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. All right.
0: So, you ready for some questions?
1: Oh yeah. Let's let's uh, let's get them going.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first one I'm going to ask you is actually a title that you might know. Um, Your dream. Can you tell our listeners the last dream that you had that became your reality, and do you have a dream collaborator that is on your bucket list?
1: Uh, so your dream, uh, actually is very familiar because it's a, my latest single that I just released, um, and it's basically you know about uh living your dream, and one of my dreams that I had that I can remember is me just being on stage, and you know touring and stuff like that and that came true when I got the chance to go on tour with uh, Tech 9 who is the number one independent rap artist in the world and he so happens to be from Kansas City so uh, yeah that was awesome and I uh, learned a lot uh, on the road being gone for like a month and a half straight just every day nonstop you're in another city so uh, yeah I mean,
0: that's a huge dream. I mean, someone, first of all, from the same area that you're in, but that they wanted you on tour. It's just like, man, that's amazing. I love that. I appreciate it. You ready for our next one? Oh, yeah. All right, art. So if you could go back in time and work with any artist in the world and recreate a beautiful masterpiece, who would you choose? And what type of influence do you feel that you would have working with that person?
1: uh maybe like a da Vinci I don't know I just like a lot of uh his work as far as influence I don't know if I if I would because I feel like during that time period you don't really hear about african-american or any black artists that uh have that kind of status in today's time so yeah (laughs) that's that's a tough one
0: that is a tough one. So let's kind of flip that. What about if Da Vinci was here in this time frame? How could you influence him? Maybe to to learn more about our culture and what you do.
1: Uh, that's that's a tough one too. I I'm, I don't know. I mean, it, I feel like nowadays the the world is so he would have to basically know about social media and all that stuff because now there's artists out there that artists are subjective so there'll be somebody that's really skilled in like detailed, almost photorealism. And then there's people that are like super abstract. And so it just depends on your demographic. Cause some people hate abstract stuff. They don't get it. And then there's some people that don't really for, I don't know. It's just weird. I, I, that's the tough one. I don't know how I would, I don't know how I would influence uh, another person other than just me doing what i do and hopefully that inspires them to do whatever they do could you imagine da vinci being here in 2022
0: (laughs) (laughs) i can't that would be be interesting funny that would be interesting (laughs) but you know an era that i thought about when i was talking to you about just this in general like the harlem renaissance period like i feel like Mm -hmm. you would do such a great job if you were actually releasing stuff during that time i could just see it really becoming relevant like the art that we see today. I feel like as you said it's very subjective and people can choose, you know, what do they deem to be, you know, creative, artistic. Yeah, and I love that. Which kind of goes into another question I have for you is um when did you first develop a passion for illustration and and doing artwork?
1: So my first love was music. And then I feel like anytime it doesn't matter what you do if you if you love something, uh, it doesn't matter if you love it or not if somebody makes you do it then it's going to make you rebel and make you not want to do it and that's kind of like where i was at uh during this stage when i was in church i was being like forced to sing and all that stuff so i kind of like stopped singing for a while and then i uh still wanted to express myself create creatively and uh my older brother he used to draw a lot and you know, older brothers for the most part, people look up to their older siblings and I uh, started drawing and I wasn't the greatest. He would make fun of me, but that kind of like made me go harder. And now uh, he stopped drawing and I'm still at it. So <laughs> yeah, I love how that, that works.
0: So speaking of older brothers, I have an older brother, but the funny thing is he looks up to me instead of me looking up to him.
1: And <laughs> hey, that's, that's how it is for me now too.
0: <laughs> Man, I'm like, cause I'm almost six, close to six, three, and he's a little shorter. So physically and figuratively, like, I'm like, we're, it, it just cracks me up. <laughs> I love it. So speaking of I'm love, into. let's talk about for love. So when was the last time someone told you mm-hmm. that they loved you? And what is the craziest thing you've done for love?
1: Uh, a couple of hours ago, someone told me that they love me. Uh, my future wife did, the mother of my child. Um, she just told me not too long ago. Uh, and you said, what was the craziest thing I've done for love? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I don't know. The craziest thing I've done. Define crazy, though. Uh, great question. <laughs> Every, um... <laughs> everything Crazy good, crazy bad. It's up to you. I'm this your story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the craziest thing I've done. For so, Adrian,
0: before you answer that, we're going to keep it PG. We don't need any 50 shades okay. of on here. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, we won't do that.
1: <laughs> no, I was probably like just putting up with, you know, uh, just certain things that you probably, you know, everybody has their uh, pet peeves and their, uh, things where they draw the line, like, okay, I'm not, like, this is, like, a, a deal break, you know, everybody has deal breakers and stuff like that, but I feel like when you are truly in love, a lot of those things that you thought you would be deal breakers uh, kind of, like, go away. I think that's because true. How, yeah, because of how much you're in love, like, you would be like, oh, like, let's say, oh, I wouldn't date a woman with kids, and then when you fall in love, you're like, That might go out the window. If you love somebody, then it wouldn't matter if they had kids previous from you. Uh, You know, just stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think you answered it perfectly. I feel like love is all relative as well. Like, there's different forms Mm -hmm. of love. And when we talk about, I actually did a group, um, being a counselor, I've talked a lot about, like, different types and forms of love and so there's actually something if you look it up and when you have time mm-hmm. it's called rj sternberg's on um, triangular theory of love and he breaks down love in different components so he talks about factuous love hmm. he talks about empty love i mean there's a lot on the list i don't want to give them all away because i want you to look it up but yeah rj sternberg's triangular theory of love and i think you'll learn a lot about your relationship and who you are and Hmm. what do you bring to the table. And I think it will help y'all communicate better because you're like, hey, this is where I am. And so I used to do a group where I did the five love languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. And then I would also include the triangular theory of love for people to just be able to differentiate, you know, where they were, but also knowing what they're looking for. Because sometimes we, we don't know how to find love because maybe if you didn't have love yourself or you've lost love with yourself, due to challenges you face or things you've experienced, it's hard for you to understand what you need from someone versus what you want from someone.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes total sense to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you ready for another one? We could, this is a cool one. I think this might get a great answer. So dive is the actual title for this one. Okay. So if you could dive in any ocean or swim in any sea, which would you choose and who would you take with you on this adventure?
1: I mean, I would definitely take my girl Erica, even though I can't swim, so I feel like if I were to dive in, I would basically be committing suicide. So I probably wouldn't dive in any ocean unless I had like some scuba instructor and some and some uh <laughs> uh, uh gear that would float me up to the top.
0: So Erica what he's saying is that you need to audition for Baywatch. <laughs> right, pretty much. Yeah. And give him a good life vest and just yeah, I mean I can't swim either so like that would be a huge struggle for me but I think like in my dreams, mm-hmm. quote unquote, I would be like, "Hey, just, you know, I've always wanted to see um the Pacific Ocean. I've heard it just is so nice." And so that's something like I would right. love to see it one day, but uh, me jumping in and then, probably not going to happen.
1: Like, I've been, you know, about beach, you know, I've been in Dominican Republic and, like, did, like, we stopped at this private island, it's like white sand, and you can, like, see the bottom of it, and you can, like, pick up starfish, and, like, it's so clear and beautiful, but as far as going deep, deep, where you don't see the bottom, yeah, I don't see me doing that at all. <laughs>
0: I feel you on that. Yeah, I've been to Nassau, Bahamas, and that was a very nice. The beach and the water was just nice. And then also Belize, You've just being in Belize. And it was such a great experience. I was like, man, nice I, just, I would love to get back to traveling again. But, you know, COVID has kind of changed a lot for all of us, which kind of goes to my next question, which is for this sure. day and age. Um, how have you been affected um, by COVID-19? And how has the music industry changed, you would say, over the last, let's say, 50 years that you can kind of tell us the change you've seen?
1: The last 50 years, well, I've been around for the, the last 30. So I would say for the, the past 30 that I've seen, uh, a lot. I mean, just even just as far as the how we consume music, uh, it used to be more gatekeepers the internet really wasn't a thing when i was growing up it was just being developed and then in high school you know napster and limewire and then that's kind of when the music industry kind of changed up cuz people were bootlegging a lot more and stores started to close down so it went from like cassettes to cd's to now it's like digital mp3s and stuff like that so uh merch and all that has changed because of that uh you just have to be more creative i think it kind of pushed people out their comfort zones uh when it comes to like the pandemic um and it, it it affected me kind of in a positive way to be honest because it gave me time to really figure out what the hell i wanted to do and it allowed me to experiment more so yeah
0: yeah i appreciate that i think Many people, when we think of COVID nineteen, you hear a lot of people go in a negative framework related to COVID. And I know mm-hmm. we've all had experiences, but if it's someone we knew or someone that we've heard of that's either passed away or was sick, or especially in the beginning stages of it, it was really right. an unknown. Kind of very similar to like we think of like the swine flu and think of the black plague. I mean, there were so many different things that we've heard over generations but I always think when I think of music over 50 years I haven't been around that long myself but I there was a lot of music I loved from the 70s and the 60s and late 70s and I see a lot of it the resurgence of it in in other records like I love like The Weeknd because you know he can be able to use new and current along Mm -hmm. with other music I mean we know Bruno Mars I mean come on I mean it just it's such a great thing to see that. But I also believe right. that, um, as you mentioned, record labels have changed. I remember when I was younger having a Walkman. Um, remember having like the Memorex CDs that people used to burn stuff on. So I do remember those mm-hmm. days. Um, but yeah, music has changed. Everything is now, you know, if you're either on a streaming platform or, you know, people are having difficulty selling tickets the way you used to, you would stand in line for tickets. Now mm-hmm. you can get in five seconds. <laughs> so, exactly. I agree with that. All right. Next one I have for you is Bliss. So, what is your goal or a daily mantra for the year 2022 and how do you maintain happiness in your daily living?
1: Uh what is my goal for 2022 is just to, to push out more content uh and also, you know, make sure that I'm an asset to those around me, and not a liability um and as far as you said the uh trying to stay positive and happy, I feel like happiness for me is uh staying creative and being able to take care of my family, so I've been able to do that, so. I'm happy. <laughs>
0: And I love that. And sometimes happiness can be seeing other people happy as well. Like just seeing people reach their goals. For sure. Um, I love that. And I, when I think of mantras for 2022 for myself, um, I always like to tell myself that I'm perfectly imperfect and I have the ability to make changes each and every day. Mm -hmm. And so I think like, Like you know, a lot of times people, thank you. People get so caught up in trying to be a certain way that they lose sight that we're never going to be perfect and chase chasing perfection can sometimes Mm -hmm. lead to a lot of you know self-doubt or worrying and so for me i'm like hey you know what i'm doing the best i can to show up today and hopefully i can show up tomorrow in a better state
1: also sometimes it's okay to not be okay sometimes we're allowed to not be okay like every day is not going to be perfect and i think that's what the like this day and age social media and stuff you only really see the great positive sides of people they never really share the the uh their bad days so you think subconsciously that everybody's having a better day than you and that's not the case
0: (laughs) oh you're not lying i mean just the example like instagram i think Mm -hmm. that's one thing i i i don't dislike all aspects of it of social media but i think it goes into people forget who they are and they get mm-hmm. so caught into, like you said, it's almost like a facade. They walk in, and you're like, "Oh, this is what it is." But a picture only shows right. so much, you know.
1: Right, for sure.
0: Now, what about your younger self? Could you give your younger self some advice?
1: I would tell my younger self to be uh, don't don't be afraid to like um, share or be just confident in your greatness. Just know that what you want in life can and will happen just as long as you take it seriously and uh, have fun while doing it because the destination is temporary, but the journey should be uh, enjoyed more because that's the thing that lasts longer.
0: I love that. So let's talk about a destination. Like, What's one thing you've learned? If you can give me maybe one thing that you went through in your, it could be childhood, teen years, or something that really stood out to you, that you're like, this really reshaped me as a human being. Is there anything that stands out to you that really changed you or shifted you?
1: Uh, the thing that changed and shifted me, I'm, I'm a, I don't know, I feel like I'm a middle, ch- I don't feel like it. I know I'm a middle child, so I kind of see things like from both sides. So anything, I don't really see, like, when people say, man, I took a loss, I did this, this, and like, I don't see losses, I just see lessons. So even if, I don't have to even have it happen to me, for me to understand the lesson in everybody's story. So just being influenced by people around me, their mistakes, and growing up without, like, a biological father, and having a father that raised me, but wasn't really the greatest father. You know he dealt with his demons, and just like the slew of other things helped shape me, but I'm always the type of person that don't blame people for why things are like I don't let that determine who I am as a person or place blame in that, like I know that anything that I want in life I can get it, and it's not where I'm from is where i'm where I'm going, so I don't try to let my surroundings define who I am. So
0: I think that's a great way of looking at like our our surroundings and things we experience can be really hard. But I think that you've been able to find some type of solace in your experience. And I think that's great. Mm. Um, Like I said, I love your artwork because that just is another piece of you that people can hear almost through your artwork what they hear in your singing like they can almost like hear it as you're you're illustrating and so i would tell people no problem i would tell people think of you know when we taste things we see it with our eyes before we actually taste it it could be the best thing but if the presentation doesn't look great most people are not going to actually want to taste it but i feel like art Mm -hmm. is the same way like what am i experiencing what am i emoting when I see this and I think that is something I feel when I hear you sing but also when I see your artwork.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: No problem. Means
1: a lot, man. All right, there
0: we go. (laughs) (laughs) So I only have two more questions. I'm gonna combine these last two for you and then I'm gonna let you go Adrian. But the first one is how can our listeners find you online and what's next for you?
1: Well you can find me on all DSPs, all streaming platforms. Uh, If you just Google my name, uh, I'm there, Adrian Truth, A-D-R-I-A-N-T-R-U-T-H, real government name, Um, and yeah, I got a new, (coughs) fairly new project that's out called ART, which stands for my name, Adrian Ramon Truth, and every song on the project has its own individual artwork that I illustrated myself i have limited prints of each artwork if you buy a piece you get a qr code that comes with it with a free digital download of the song (coughs) excuse me and um yeah i got a video dropping at the end of the month for uh for love one of my new singles that i just dropped and then i got another video after that that's dropping uh for another single I dropped after that, Call Your Dream. And look out for more content because that's the goal for this year. And yeah.
0: Well, I'm definitely gonna support you. I can't wait to hear the new music. And when the video comes out, please let me know so I can share it, spread it myself. I'm always about supporting people, and that's why I told you when you ask for people to help vote and, and promote and push. Absolutely. When you, when whenever there's something going on that you need my support, I will do anything I can to kind of share it and tell people about it as
1: well. Uh, that means the world. Thank you. Absolutely. Likewise,
0: I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Adrian, for being on the show. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. But um, well, we appreciate you for being here, Adrian. And I would love to have you back on Space Between so we can hear all this great music that you've released. Um, So if you're ready to sing, we want to have you back soon.
1: Heck yeah. Well, thank you for having me. And I look forward to the next time we chat. All right. Well, thank you so
0: much. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye.
1: Bye.